The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Well, good morning to you. A great day. And uh, good to have you with us this morning. Lisa Marshashoni is with us from the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office. Lisa, good morning to you. Good morning to you, Bart. I'm glad to be with you today. It is so good to have you with us. It's uh, sort of a, a nice late spring morning. It feels like it's going into summer. Uh, but I like that. Myself. I do too. <laughs> These are the times of uh, the year that this is a great time to go out and do things outside. Uh, good time to be with family and uh, enjoy lots going on this weekend. We'll tell you about that later on. But uh, this is Police Week. Uh, we started off Monday with Peace Officer Memorial Day. And then the rest of the time is called Police Week. And this was declared by President Kennedy. Uh, I think it was 1962. Correct. So it's been around for a while. It has. We need to. We need more days to pause and and thank the police officers because their job puts them at risk. Uh, they don't know if they're going to come home to their families at night. They don't. When they put on the badge, they have a responsibility to the community, and they're there to protect and and really serve us every day, every hour of every day, every minute of every day. And they do a great job. We have been so very fortunate, especially here in Rutherford County. You you can't talk about other places because we don't live there. For one thing, we don't know about them. So news that we hear sometimes is negative, but we don't live there and we don't know firsthand. But we do live here, and we do know firsthand we hear good news. I mean, we really do hear good news about the works of the police officers and the hearts I mean, they just go out. You had a story recently, I guess earlier in the week, about uh, two deputies who had really gone the extra mile. Tell us a little about that. Um, The deputies were just doing their job and patrolling, and they came upon a woman. they, They saw a car that was disabled on the side of the road, and they stopped, and it happened to be a Markeisha Frazier, and she is disabled. She has a disability in walking. And she was terrified. She had just moved here from New Orleans. And she was used to, to the crimes that happened in New Orleans. It was after dark. She doesn't have family here. And she was pretty much stranded. And one of our deputies, Marquise Woods, stopped and to, just to check on, on the vehicle. And he walked up, and she was shaking. And Marquise, she said she was just terrified. And he said, ma'am, it's going to be okay. They found out that her car, I, I think it was overheating or something, but they helped her to get push her car, take her car over to a gas station. And they asked the station manager if they could park the car there overnight. Then they came in and helped. Um, then they took her home. And she runs a catering business. She was just so thrilled that they helped her. She brought food for the shift, and she just wanted to show everybody how 
kind our officers are. But she made the point. She said, I know they were just doing their job. And that's what they do. That's what they do every day. And this, of course, is uh, police week. These things are happening during police week, but they happen all the time anyway. They do. They do. This is Police Memorial Week, and unfortunately, we're remembering Jacob Bue. He is the narcotics detective who was killed in a traffic crash on May 9th. Um, Jake was just, I, I don't know how to describe him, except he was larger than life. Um, Jake made everybody feel welcome and and comfortable. He started, he was in the Marine Corps and then decided he wanted to get in law enforcement. So he came to the sheriff's office in 2017, worked in patrol, was promoted as a patrol corporal. He really had a love for SWAT. He was a valued member of the SWAT team. And then last year he was promoted to a narcotics detective. But Jake was just really invested in in the sheriff's office. Um, one of the detention deputies told me that he always made them feel important. You know, a lot of times the corrections officers are the unseen people who keep the peace in, in the jail. But he always reached out to them and made them feel like they were a huge part of the sheriff's office. And so, they really are. Yes. So during police week, we are really memorializing Jake and all the things that he did for us. And Sergeant Gary Heron is with us, too, now. Gary, good morning. Good morning, sir. This uh, is a it's it's a week to remember and thank officers, but it's also, as Lisa said, a sad week. Absolutely. And and we don't usually have those two together. In fact, I don't remember having this happen uh, too all. I don't remember happening before, really. Uh, so. This this is a sad and it's it's a difficult time, obviously for Jake's family. I would think because mm-hmm. it's a very personal time, and yet the media has kept him in the spotlight, and they can't grieve without a TV camera or something being right. nearby. That has to make it even harder. It is. You know, I was thinking this morning because you know this week is when uh, we're, when we're going to lay him to rest. Uh, I woke up tomorrow. Is it? Yes, sir. Well, I woke up this morning. It was on my mind. But one of the things that that came to my mind this morning was this scripture. It says, "Weeping may endure for the night, but joy will come in the morning." And what that tells me is that yes, there's going to be a hard time, but we're we are resilient. We're going to get through this. Not that we're making it light, but I know that Jake would want us to continue what we do, continue to be strong, continue to be, you know, uh, to promote the sheriff's department in a positive manner. And joy will come in the morning. And it's exciting, too. As as Lisa was describing Jake, I've never met Jake, but I feel like I know him oh all gosh. of a sudden now. Your life would never be the same if you met Jake. (laughs) That's just the way it is. He was out there. It sounds like he's been planting positive seeds throughout the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office. There's somebody out there about to blossom. Uh, There's no doubt. He he was absolutely incredible. He was he was a hoot to be around. There was never a dull moment with Jake. That's what people would like. You you'd like to have that memory of you. Absolutely. 
You know, and the thing about it is we're, we're going to be police officers, but we're also humans. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And, and those and, – and Jake was just that – he was full of life, just like Lisa was saying. He was just full of life. He always pushed you. When I say that, he was trying to get you to, to be better, to do better, to think a different way. Maybe you wasn't thinking – you know, the uh, uh, there's a better way to look at it, in other words. And so he was just always, just always out there just saying, how about this? And, you know, he's a pretty good-sized guy, and uh, we would take defensive tactics class. And, of course, I always, I would always look at him and say, listen, I'm just holding back on you right now. I'm just not trying. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing that all he'd have to do is lift a finger, and I would I'd be on the ground. <laughs> but that gave you a, a little challenge there. Oh, my gosh, yes. And that's that's what I loved about him. He was just, just fantastic, you know, on, on pushing you. And But at the same time, when he was pushing you, you was learning something but having a great time at it. But it's exciting to hear how he was so positive yes. and always made you feel special. Absolutely. Your story, Lisa, about the uh, folks in the jail. And I've heard stories about the people who are keeping the jail straight. I tell you, I don't, I don't see how those people do that. I went through the Citizens Police Academy over there and was, and I'd never thought about jailers. Uh, about how they wouldn't have any weapons. No, it's just their hands. And there are a lot of people who gang up on them. And uh, there were some of the folks who said they've broken almost every bone in their body. Uh, and yet they keep on something. They, they love what they're doing. One of the supervisors once described it as being locked up all day in your job. And I thought that was a most apt description of what they do. But, you know, they, they use their voice, they use their hands, and they they know what they're doing. They're very well trained. So, but the, um, last week was Correctional Officers Week, and Chief Henderson, who's over the jail, described them as the community keepers because they keep the community safe by supervising the inmates who are under our care. And when you talk about supervising... They have a really positive influence. You talk about people with a, a good heart and a, a strong attitude. They share that. They become the role models for those people who are incarcerated. And they have that ability to change the way that person acts when they're released to the public. They do make a difference. And absolutely. We, go ahead. No, they do. Absolutely. And, you know, it's like you were saying it's 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 one of those things too those guys know how to talk to people because like you said there's they don't have any type of weapons or anything like that they have their hands in their in their voice so they learn that process in the jail how to talk to people and i mean you think about that talking to people in the society that we live in today there's more texting than there is talking you're right and so you have a lot of some of our, our detention officers are a little bit younger so they are learning a skill now that will help them as they grow up to be able to talk to people to be able to uh de-escalate a situation you know what i'm saying so man what a asset that they they are to to us because well we couldn't do it without them 
and they're just absolutely fantastic. They're a great, great group of people. We are so fortunate, and this has a lot to do with the police department, but in a way it's, it's just everybody in the community. We're in a community that really cares about each other. Absolutely. And, and you can't, for those people who are just moving here, you have really made a good decision. I mean, this is called the heart of Tennessee. And it it started out by being the geographic center of the state, but mm-hmm. it's a whole lot more than that. It, it is. Really is. Um, another way the community shows their care for us is the way they've reached out to help us get through our morning process with Jake. Um, there's Jake was a Marine, and we have a Marine here named Ray Espinosa Jr. He came. He made us a wooden flag with the sheriff's office symbol on it and also the Marine Corps symbol. And he brought it down and presented us to the sheriff's office to give to Jake's mother. And he, that just touched us so much. Um, just the outpouring of support. Franklin Road Baptist Church is where Jake worked his off-duty job, or not an off-duty job, but a security job, and on Sundays. And that's, he was en route there when he was killed in the crash last Sunday. But that church has opened their arms to us. We're going to have his celebration of life there. And I'm I'm sure it's going to be a celebration of Jake. Mm -hmm. But um, They knew him personally. They did, they did. And it's going to be Friday at noon. And one thing, I I want to talk to the people of, of this community because when a law enforcement officer dies, it touches the whole community. Um. We are going to have officers, law enforcement officers from all over the state here to to celebrate him. Officers who, who have known him, officers who never met him, but they want to show their respect. This affects our community in another way because traffic is going to be very, very strong. We are moving Jake's body here on Thursday. We're starting at noon from Nashville. And we're bringing him here. So Interstate 24 is going to be shut down from Briley Parkway near the, near the airport exit all the way to Old Fort Parkway so we can have a motorcade to bring him home. So we're asking motorists to just be, you know, find other routes and just be patient while we do this service. And that's so, coming up this Friday? That's Thursday. Oh, Thursday. Okay. Okay, and but the celebration of life is Friday. The celebration of life is Friday. It begins at noon at um, Franklin Road Baptist Church. After the ceremony, we're going to have a motorcade from the church to Miller Cemetery in Christiana. The route right now, um, this is our main route, will be on Old Fort Parkway, and we will be traveling to New Salem Highway past the jail, past the sheriff's office to Veterans Parkway, to Church Street and Highway 231 South, and then turning on 269 to go to, in Christiana, to go to Miller Cemetery. So we're asking people to please be patient during that time. Um, We expect several hundred people to be in that motorcade. So that, it, that'll be right after the uh, the service of celebration of yes, life. Yes, probably between two and three o'clock. Okay, uh, that's on Friday, but on Thursday, be aware I twenty four 
will be shut down. What are the hours on that? It starts a little bit after 12, and it will just from 12 probably till about 1230. Okay. Uh, so be aware. And he's coming from the coroner's office? No, he's coming from a funeral home oh, okay. on Thompson Lane in Nashville. Okay, okay. Woodlawn Funeral Home. And uh, so that's coming up Thursday. Uh, and that would be a good opportunity if you find a place along the route. You know, have a flag with you. Fly, raise, wave a flag, yes. a marine flag, uh, anything like that. One of the blue and black flags. Yes. Uh, that would be a good way to show your support, not only for Jake, but for law enforcement. Yes. Yes. So... Fire, fire departments will be on the interstate overpasses through that route, and they'll be having flags flown in his honor, in his memory. And so that's around uh, 1230 or so uh, Thursday. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. So be aware of that. Tell you what let's do. Let's pause for just a moment. We will return and continue on this police week, the Peace Officers Memorial Day was Monday, but all week is described as uh, the police officers week, police week. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Have you been getting most of your money advice from your brother-in-law? Maybe you need Dave Ramsey. The Dave Ramsey Show, 1 to 4 on WGNS, Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Holden Hardware has been serving the hardware needs of this community since 1948. This is Raleigh Holden, Jr. I want to thank our many customers who have helped to keep us in business all these years. I also want to invite those who may be new to this community or have not been in the store lately to visit us. Come experience a unique hardware buying atmosphere with wood floors, old furniture and fixtures, along with a helpful and knowledgeable sales staff. Holden Hardware on the west side of the public square since 1948. WGNS is powered by Middle Tennessee Electric. MTE has a solar expert and energy services supervisor to help its members understand if solar is right for them and help members avoid possible scams from outside parties. Learn more at mte.com slash prosolar. Dust off your walking shoes and help raise donations for homeless veterans. Join the Murphy's Row VA for the VA 2K Walk and Roll Wednesday, May 17th from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Registration is free and donations like new clothes and hygiene products can be dropped off during the race. Get fit for a great cause and help out homeless veterans at the VA 2K Walk and Roll on Wednesday, May 17th. VA 2K Walk and Roll, May 17th at the Murphy's Row VA, 11 to 1. Hi, this is Peter Demas. One of the things that we've done years ago is we've been able to do our orders like our pastas and many other items that we used to be able to put them in large pans. And now we have a catering team that will even deliver it to your home. We can drop it off for you, set it up, or they can come in and pick it up. Look up our catering menu on www.demasrestaurants.com. This is Peter Demas at Demas's Restaurant, 1115 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Skies become mostly sunny this afternoon, high in the low 80s. Tonight, mostly clear and a low around 56. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 64. 
This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at tireworld.us. This is Rutherford County's Blue Raider Station. FM 100.5 and 101.9 AM 1450. WGNS Murfreesboro. This is Police Week. Let the police officers around you know that you appreciate all that they do. And, of course, if you really want to be a part of that, welcome Jake back home. Tomorrow, they're going to be bringing him uh, from Nashville tomorrow around noon, around 1230, something like that. Uh, Be lined up. uh, Don't cause a traffic problem, but uh, this is along the interstate starting at Briley Parkway to the old Fort Parkway exit. And so uh, the on the bridge overpasses, uh, there will be fire departments there with flags over the uh, overpasses. But it's, it's a good way to show the world, and the world will be watching. Uh, that's one thing you have to say about uh, today's close, connected world through the Internet and everything, social media, uh, TV networks. This this is this is going to be watched by a lot of people. So let's show them we're behind our police officers. By the way, I want to mention uh, in the very last part of this show today, we're we're having a lot of positive, heartwarming stories. Uh, we have another one uh, of a person who's had a a challenge in life, and that is starting to change. I won't tell you any more about that. You'll have to stay with us. That'll be about five till. In this hour, you do not want to miss that, seriously. And uh, keep some Kleenex at hand. And if we, uh, let's continue. There's a whole lot of other things that are happening here in our community. A bloodmobile coming up with the badges. Uh, The Red Cross is still critically low on blood. Who jumps up and says, we want to help the police officers? Uh, Tell us a little about what's going to be happening. Uh, We have the annual Battle of the Badges in in Rutherford County, and this involves the the law enforcement officers at all the police departments and the sheriff's office and the fire departments as well. Um, It's it's a friendly, competitive event, and we really want people to come and give us blood. During the summer, it's really critical for the American Red Cross to provide blood to people who need it. And you never know when you might need blood. So, um, and I think maybe your guest at the end of the show may have needed blood, perhaps. I'm sure he had did, yes. So, and, and I'm sure this is going to be a good story that you have at the end of the program today, Bart. But it's, not, it's very easy to do. Um, the Red Cross people are very professional, and they make it as, as easy as possible to, to donate that pint of blood. Our event is going to be on Friday, June 16th. It starts at 8 o'clock in the morning and goes until 5 in the afternoon. We will be um, taking people to give the blood in our classroom at the sheriff's office. And there are other donations as well that week in Rutherford County. So you can check the American Red Cross website and just sign up there at whatever time you'd like to give. So it's Friday for the sheriff's office, 
Friday, June 16th, 8 in the morning until 5 in the yes, afternoon. Sir. Yes. You have to register ahead of time. Okay. Register in advance. All righty. Now, something else that's coming up, which I've always had a ball with, uh, and that's the great race. There may be one person listening who doesn't know what the great race is. <laughs> Tell us, uh, who wants to tell us about the great race? I'll tell you about it. Um, Scott Culp is a, is a school resource officer at Central Middle School, and he loves cars. So there's a car club at Central Middle School, and those students are going to participate in the great race again. Scott has a new role this year. He's going to be an announcer. He's so not going to be riding in the he car? He's not going to be riding in the car. <laughs> um, he has turned that duty over. Um but he will be cheering them on as they go through the race. The race starts June 24th, and it starts in St. Augustine. What this is, it's vintage cars and classic cars, and they travel on country roads and back roads. From This year it's from St. Augustine to Colorado Springs. That's Co- a long Colorado. way. In an old car, that's really old. It really is. Um, the Central Middle Students... Of Central Magnet School students will be riding in Bonnie. I love Bonnie. <laughs> <laughs> Bonnie is a 1953 Pontiac Chieftain that they have restored, and they care for very tenderly whenever they meet. But they have to have a navigator, and they have to follow certain speeds. And they stop every day, and they check their, their progress. Um, the students have done really well through the years, and they're, they're eagerly anticipating this year's race. And um, I think for Scott, doing the, he, he substituted as an announcer, and they really liked his skills so much that they enlisted him to be the announcer again this year. The only stop in Tennessee is going to be June 26th. They're going to stop at Graceland and spend the night in Memphis. I thought they were going to spend the night in the jungle room or something. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) I'm sure they're going to have a good time. um, They might be putting on some blue blue suede shoes while they're there, too. (laughs) You do all that stuff in Memphis. Uh, uh, Bonnie is just such a classic car. Uh, if If any of you are from the rock and roll, early rock and roll era, Bonnie is a typical car. Uh, from 50s on up uh, to 60 almost. Uh, Light green. Uh, This is the Pontiac Chieftain, the one that I recall. The hood ornament uh, has a light in it, and at nighttime the Indian Chief's face is on. I hope they have that working. I think it's still working. (laughs) (laughs) And the beauty of this, someone uh, I think gave them the car to use, but they had to fix it up. And so they've used uh, Bonnie every year for what? How many years have they used this? You know, I it's I, several years. It, it's been several years. The great race stopped in Murfreesboro one time. Yes, and I remember that. That was a great I, celebration for Murfreesboro oh, and Rutherford County. I loved that. It's there were so many different kinds of cars. And they stopped over at Cannonsburg. I can look out the window right now and see where it was. <laughs> From now on out, that's what we, that is. Cannonsburg is known as the Great Race Stop. <laughs> and those kids learn navigational skills. They learn math skills because they've got to calculate so precisely what they 
do and how they travel each day. Yeah. Hmm. It's not how quick you are. It's whether you get to the certain point at the right time. Yes. I mean, the exact time. All about accuracy. Yeah. And and so it's, what, four people or so in the car? I think there's four people in the car. And they're working it out. Uh, now, when you say that uh, Scott's going to be the announcer, what is that? At each stop, they have announcers who um, describe the cars as it comes into the, the location. So people will have a great feel for what the race is all about. Okay. So, and he's going to be the announcer at one of those locations. I think he's going to be announcing at each of the locations. At each one, okay. So he's on the PA system as they come in. He, he's sort of like what we saw yes. uh, at Cannonsburg. Yes. Okay. Uh, that is unbelievable. You look at a car. How many of you would uh, jump in a 1953 <laughs> car? I, I mean, just a short run from, say, Murfreesboro to Gatlinburg, would you feel a little... Mm. Am I going to make it? Well, this is from St. Augustine, Florida to Colorado Springs. Correct. Colorado. So uh, that's a long way. Dean Holland is a mechanic, and he travels with them. He's their sponsor. Not not sponsor, but he's their adult chaperone who's going to be traveling with them. So Dean is crucial to this operation. And they have to take a lot of the possible parts that might break with them. They do. Because it's hard to stop uh, at a parts supply place and say, I need such and such for a 53 Pontiac. Correct. (laughs) And they look at you funny. Not only is that an old car, friends, they don't even make Pontiacs anymore. (laughs) Who would have thought that we wouldn't have Pontiacs anymore? But we don't have them. That's right. Uh, There are a lot of others we don't have. Uh, Oldsmobiles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How many old cars are not around my anymore? My goodness. Boy. I'm just happy to make it to point A to point B in my own car, much less in a, right. a 50s model. <laughs> so this uh, starts June 24th, uh, and we'll have those folks on the radio. Hopefully we will. Before uh, before they leave Murfreesboro, I need to coordinate that through you, I don't want to call them and find out, well, they just left yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can talk to Scott. But uh, that, that's exciting. And different youngsters get involved in this. This has to impact their lives forever. I think so. Um, the students who come back, that the students who took the tra- race support them, and they're still very interested in supporting students who are going uh, Barry Hendrickson is one of our captains at the sheriff's office his son Jacob took the right was the navigator of the race the driver wait a minute, he was a navigator I'm not sure that he was a driver but Jacob is a big supporter of the car club even now he's graduated from college now and he's still a supporter I tell you this this is just great for the youngsters and for adults but again when we're talking about how fortunate we are to be in this community, how the law enforcement agencies work together to help people, this is a great example of that. This is a lot of love. I mean, it's not just an easy thing. You have to really be passionate over this for it to to be positive for the kids. Yes. I think our SROs are passionate about all of the kids Mm -hmm. and, and their schools and what they do. We need to especially think about that. When we honor the officers throughout this week, 
and and let's let's really uh, keep on doing this. It doesn't have to end at the end of this week. Absolutely. It, it, this is something that needs to go on forever. Again, it goes back to what I said earlier. We're human just like everybody else. We have a job to do, but we're human. But we love our community. We love our 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 town, and we want to make it a better place. So, you know, from what I understand, I, if I, we've got 100 people coming in each week, moving here yeah. to, to Murfreesboro, the Rutherford County area, each week, 100 people. That's a lot of folks. It is. And so... Unfortunately, we can't make everybody happy, but we're going to do our best. We're going to, you know, as officers, we try our best to treat everybody right and and just do our job. But yet at the end of the day, I'm still a dad. I'm still a husband, just like you are. You know what I'm saying? So every now and then, uh, and unfortunately in the world that we live in, the media with the police departments is, is not that great news you know it's always something bad you don't hear a lot of the good stuff but there's a lot of good stuff that goes on that you don't hear about uh about saving lives about saving children about helping people on the side of the road helping you know there's things that we see because we're we're wrapped up in our own little world you know what i'm saying and and we're going down the interstate 80 miles an hour we don't see that officer on the we might see him on the side of the road we're like oh they're in trouble but maybe we're over there helping them Maybe we're helping change a tire or a medical issue. It's just not every time you see blue lights, it's not a bad thing. And if they are getting pulled over for speeding, you ought to sit there and say thank you because that might, that might have saved a wreck. And I have really seen a lot of uh, on when we salute the officers, we do that on a weekly basis. I, I see letters from parents who have a teenage son who was pulled over for speeding. And and they will come forward and say, I really appreciate that officer doing that because he may save my my son's life Absolutely, down the road. Bart. You know, here's one of the things that's interesting. When when I was working in patrol and I'd pull over a juvenile. Mm-hmm. Now, I was young, too. I'm sure we all was. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so a lot of times our job is to slow them down, right? Yeah. But what what I would always do if it's somebody that's under the age, I would always call their parents. I would get on there and say, hey, I need you to call your mom or your dad. And of course, they get those big old wow eyes of like, oh. <laughs> but what I do is I get on there and I say, listen, hey, I'm Sergeant Henry with Rutherford County Sheriff's Office, and I, I pulled your your teenager over for speeding. They're doing 60 mile an hour in a 45. And they're like, okay. I was like, no, I could write, write them a ticket, and it's going to cost them about 230 some dollars. You're going to have to miss a day of work to go to court because it's a juvenile. you got to have an adult with them. Your insurance is going to go up, and there's a possibility he could have points on his record that he can't get to the next step in his driver's license. So what I'm going to do is just give him a warning, but I want you to take care of it. I said, listen, I was young, too. I wouldn't tell my parents everything, so that's why I like to tell the parents like that. And I promise you, Bart, just like you said, I've had more parents say, you know what, thank you so much for taking your time out to give me a call and to help me to help my kid and saving me all that money because, you know, your insurance is going to go up and that's just more money out of their pockets. Taking a day off work, that's money out of their pocket. So, again, it's not all about, you know, writing a ticket, but educating and and caring about the the child because I've I've got grown kids myself, but just helping them, the parents say, listen, this is what I could have done. But this is what I, I would like for you to do to help us with this. And that 
I've never had anybody just hang up on me. I've never had anybody say, well, I wish you wouldn't call me. You know, it was always, thank you so much for calling me. But that's what, that's what we do. We're, we're here for our community. We're here to help and to, to, uh, be a positive light to our, to our community. So, and that's what is different about Rutherford County. Absolutely. I mean, it is different. It is. You're absolutely right. And it's it's worth. I mean, we are very fortunate. It's not just the sheriff's office. I've seen it with the Murfreesboro Police, the Highway Patrol. Yes. I don't know what it is. I mean, you could say it's leadership. Well, it's different leadership in every one of those. But we're every agency is a, is different from other counties. Yes, but you know we all. We're we're a big family. I think that must be it, and, and that's the key right there. We are a family, and and, uh, and I am so thankful for for our, our neighboring agencies because we work so well with them, and we all get along. You know what I'm saying? And that's important because it's not my agency and your agency. This is we're all we're in the same group together trying to make a a better impact for our community, and I'm thankful for that. I, I think you touched on it. It's leadership. Sheriff Mike Fitzhugh is a wonderful leader. He he gets us. Yes. He, he is has the very strong law enforcement background and experience. And the other chiefs and the sheriff and our state partners like the Highway Patrol meet regularly. And I think that's a good thing. The agencies get along. The officers get along. And that's what makes for a cohesive law enforcement community here. And they do it not just once in a while. They stay together. Yes, they, they do. They communicate. Yes. and But they are passionate about helping people. Uh, that's just wonderful to, to see that. And other places, you don't, you don't see that. We are in uh, the last few days of Police Week. Uh, and I'm, I'm trying to get used to these names. I never thought of a police officers uh, as i've never called them a peace officer but the first day was peace officer memorial day followed by the week of police week uh where did the word peace i mean that's what you do you're a peace officer uh where did that come from any idea i i'm not sure but i think that's that's a very kind way to describe what police officers do they bring peace they bring peace and that's why you need to say thank you this week, especially, but doesn't have to end this week. But a good place to start is tomorrow as uh, as that procession comes down the interstate. Absolutely. Starting have, about noon. We have been really fortunate. Um, we have had two officers now who have died in the line of duty, and the last one was a constable in the 1800s, named Abner Dement, and he was going after a horse thief, trying to arrest the horse thief, and the horse thief shot him, and he lived probably a couple weeks and then succumbed to his injuries, but we have been really fortunate, and we hope that we can continue to be careful and, and respect our police officers and the jobs that they do. Hey, Martin, I'd like to tell you about a, a program that we're going to do this weekend in sure. conjunction with uh, Murfreesboro Police Department to help our community. It's going to be a car seat check. Um, uh, Rutherford County Sheriff's Office is uh, working together with the, the Murfreesboro Police Department. We're going to be meeting at uh, MMC over there at 1272 Garrison Drive. 
Uh, it will be uh, on the Carl Adams Drive side of the parking lot. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a car seat check. What are we, the hours? Are it's from 9 to 12. Uh, okay. That's this Saturday. But I want to plug that in because, you know, we care about your kids, your little kids as well. And it just it shows that family thing. Hey, we're trying to help other parents with, you know, other departments to come together and make sure that your child seat is in there properly. So come on out there sometime and uh, during that weekend and see if we can look at your car seats and make sure they're in there installed properly. That's this Saturday at Murfreesboro Medical Clinic, 9 a.m. until noon, the clinic on Garrison Drive. That's correct. Yes, sir. Sounds good. 9 o'clock until noon this Saturday. Any other thoughts from the sheriff's office? Oh, Bart, one other thing. Murfreesboro Police Department really honored Jake during the Special Olympics torch run. They had a flag made in his honor, and they also carried the Marine flag during the torch run for the Special Olympics. And Gary and I were both there, and, I mean, it it touched our hearts that they felt so strongly about Jake. Many of them had worked with Jake in different... uh, different organizations not organizations but different um law enforcement activities but i mean it it just it really struck my heart when i saw that flag yeah that was that was a that was a a rough day needless to say that was but that was so heartfelt and so so touching and loving and so i that was just absolutely incredible you're right there lisa Let's continue that love. Absolutely. Uh, do it tomorrow. Do it the next day. Doesn't have to end this week, though. It doesn't. And it doesn't have to end with Jake. No. Let it be all yes. law enforcement. Yes. Uh, let the folks who are working in the correctional system in the jail, let them know, too. That is a rough job. Thank you both for joining us. But thank you both for the job you do in making this a better community. Thank you, Bart. Thank you for having us. Thank you for joining us. Everybody, let's get out there and let the peace officers, because they bring peace to us, let them know that you appreciate them. I told you something else that uh, you would appreciate, and that's a person who's had another challenge. We're going to hear about them in just a moment, so stay with us. Marty Luffman from Smyrna is with us. He has an inspiring story to share. Marty was in a tragic automobile crash. They thought he would never walk again. And I am so glad to take the opportunity to talk about a situation that was really bad that has really turned around and been good. I think everybody in Rutherford County knows I was in that car wreck, and when I got hit head on, I ended up with a broke neck, broke back, and a damaged spinal cord. And it was really bad at first. It was really depressing. I had a hard, hard time, you know, dealing with it. It was really depressing. And like a lot of other losses, time does heal things. As time went on, I realized, too, that this was a good thing, not just for me, but for a lot of people. I'm going to motivate them to come out of depression. I know a lot of people I've talked to have gone into a real bad state of depression 
and I'm going to motivate them. I know that I can do it. I'm a talker, but I know that I can help people. So, Marty, there was a reason for that tragic accident. And I know this is part of God's plan, to help me to help others. So, yeah, I'm really excited about it. Now, I'll tell you what happened to me this week. I've got a personal trainer. Her name is Jennifer Allen. She reminds me of a football coach I used to have in high school. And she don't take no for an answer. I will either do what I'm supposed to or I'll suffer the consequences with her. She is tough and she pushes. At first, it was really, really hard because I wasn't used to that. So the more I work with her, I've been working with her a long time now. But the more I've worked with her, the more I accept it. And if she tells me to do something, I know for a fact I can do it. I know if she tells me to, that she knows I can do it too. So something really big just happened. We've been working on me standing up on a walker so that I can walk across the house. I can only walk maybe 10 feet at the most. And I have to sit back down. But we've been working on that. So after we worked with the walker yesterday, it was um, it was really good. It was a challenge, but it was really good. I mean, I probably stood up about six, eight times, and I walked about 40, 45 feet. So I felt real good about it. So I sat down, I was resting, and she told me to catch my breath. And then it happened. And then she says, do you want to go ride on the golf cart? Oh, my gosh, yes, yes, yes. So we went out there, and she takes me aboard out there with me because I slide across. So I got into the golf cart. What a feeling you must have had. I was almost crying. I'm not kidding you. I was almost crying, Bart. It was so emotional for me. Since the wreck, I've never had that kind of freedom, except in my wheelchair. So I was in the golf cart, and we were riding around the farm. She got out, took a few pictures of me, and I saw the pictures, and I was just thrilled. I'm excited to share everything I went through this whole time trying to deal with this for the past two and a half years. So, Bart, I'm very excited about what the future holds for me. Very excited. Marty, there's someone listening right now who will benefit from your story. And it just goes to show whatever the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. And I appreciate you letting me share my thoughts. Our guest has been Marty Luffman from Smyrna. Well, that's going to do it for the action line today. Overloaded with positive, but that's because we're in the heart of Tennessee. Hey, have a super day. Be sure and tune in tomorrow. Stay tuned to your good neighbor station. Lots more to come.